All right, intro coming at y'all in three, two. Hello and welcome to Who Does a Podcast. This is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the details behind every song on the Hamilton mixtape. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Headphone Joe. This episode, we are covering two songs, the 18th and 19th on the album, and we're starting off with number 18, the Stay Alive interlude. Yeah. So this is another interlude, another little remix. Mm-hmm. We'll do our little mini recap here. Joe, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, I like what they did with this. Uh, Stay Alive, a song that, you know, the initial one I had lower than the, the, the reprise. Um, short interlude. Reprise. Kyle, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, Kyle's gonna hate an interlude. You know, that's his. That's his thing. It's not a real song, which is a fact. But um, you just see now, the talent. It's a fact. It's a fact. It's I don't a, hate it. I'm just a, stating facts. I'm not. Yeah, I would say not doesn't mean I hate it. Um, doesn't mean I hate it. <laughs> but uh, the the scratching from DJ J period and the production um, from Stereo Elliot. Uh, are both very very unique and it gives the song a new life and a new feeling so I enjoyed them both I enjoyed it really well, a lot yeah it's spooky interesting words. the originals kind of it's that was our spooky song from last season and we had our spooky song this season uh, that was that the piano interview or interview piano intro <laughs> Piano, piano. I got I got interlude and intro. I got it all on the board. Uh the piano intro, you know, it's like just talking about how downtrodden they are and all that. Um and they kind of just they took that and made a pretty good beat out of it. I liked it. Sure. Yeah. So there is that, and we do have a ranking. It is in our ranks. So let's get to that. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. What do you want to see the most? I'm getting a wait signal. What's going on? (laughs) I forgot to send the uh, interlude ranking as well. Oh, okay. All right. Well, he's sending that to back in the producer chair, Rick Yumio. Do you have both rankings now? Oh, and I will say that it's a, oh. it's a it's a good thing that he sent that other ranking because I was just going to go with one number and be For like, both. rewatch. <laughs> oh, boy, that would have been interesting. Yeah. But sadly, that is no longer the case. Wait, hold on, have... hold on, hold on. The first number I said you was for the second song. And the second number. Yeah, let's cl- let's clarify this. Song. No, no, no. I, I figured that. I okay. figured that. I figured so that. The second when number you didn't is for send, this song. Okay. <laughs> when you didn't send when you didn't send two numbers, I was like, oh, yeah, you must have automatically knew you and Kyle were gonna match. So I was like, all right, I'll just read that one number and we're good to go. <laughs> Agent of Chaos. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, but, okay. Now, I see what you say. I see what you say. Yeah. Now, okay. if you want me to add certain numbers together to get a number, nope, 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 nope. then we'll be good to go. But no, I want you to no say the yet. numbers. No math I want you yet. to say the numbers <laughs> for this track. The numbers are Michael Jordan oh, and 
I don't know anyone who ever wore number six. Jose Fernandez. All right. Jose is, oh, the Marlins. Quez Watkins. Who's Quez that? Watkins. <laughs> Quez the Watkins. best receiver on the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to Devontae. Gardner Minshew's go-to, baby. Evan Madden I thought Goddard. that was the tight end since yeah, he literally Goddard. caught I said his receiver. first five passes. <laughs> he did. He did. He, was like, derailed. he is derailed. Six for Dallas six. Dallas very good. For All right, low man. yards and low everything man. went to Dallas Low Gardner. man will go first. <laughs> that is Michael Jordan. They call me the Michael Jordan of podcasting. That's why I put this number 23. You are. Uh, <laughs> so. My Scotty. We've been over. uh, (laughs) Sure. We've been over this. I put the interludes last automatically because they are not songs. Doesn't mean I don't like them. It just means this is a ranking of 23 songs or it's a ranking of songs, two of which are not. Um, I just liked uh, take a break a little more. I thought there was more to it. This one just it felt incomplete to me. Mm. Like it, it feels like a clip of a bigger song. Yeah. Or a longer song. Like it's mostly yeah. just scratching. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I have this at okay. 16. And honestly, it could have been flip flop with the take a break. Because I just, I was flip flopping yeah. the two of them constantly. Not like, oh, one day one was better to me. The next day the other was better to me. Um, so it shook out where Stay Alive ended up second. Um, yeah, I like these than a couple of the songs that exist. Uh, as obviously evident because I have it at 16. Um and yeah, I, I really like the scratching. Uh, I like that element, bringing that. Um, whenever we can add an element of traditional hip hop to uh, yeah. this, you know, I'm always going to be a fan of it. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think I just defaulted this lower. It's only it's 33 seconds. Like it's it's yeah. very quick. I didn't even like, realize like how I said. There's just not there's just not much there for me. Uh, speaking of 33, that is where I had the original "Stay Alive." Oddly enough. Where did you have the reprise? Uh, I That's don't I know. Had from our time, I forgot. Sound vamp by your boy. Could have been considered the original for live at forty two after the rewrite, <laughs> and the Ooh. yeah, and the reprise I had at thirty three. I'd stay alive. Reprise forty one. Wow, we got a flip flop there from us. It's not well. Whatever we, uh, you can you can find our you can find our thoughts on that <laughs> yeah. uh, in in previous episodes, not later. That's the complete opposite. We did it already. Yeah. Well, and I will say, oh, since uh, I'm just yeah. oh yes, what are your thoughts right your now? Thoughts. Why not? How, how do you like it? Um, I, I forgot. The I'm sorry. Original Stay Alive 27, <laughs> and the reprise 45. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. No love. We for are reprise. very close on that. One. Yeah, and this one for me, as and I'll say, I I love me some interludes, and I love Beef. me some scratching. I think this is gonna be top ten for him. But I do not like that combination on this song. Oh, oh. yeah, this one gotcha. here ranks number twenty two. Oh, say damn. That's, that's that's damn. pretty low. That's Check pretty low. So there's a. I, you could say pretty low because there's only one lower. No, 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 no. The one lower is just it set the bar. <laughs> like there's nothing uh-huh. that's gonna it's ever gonna be very funny when I find out that when it's revealed that all of us have. Well, Kyle 
technically can't have it. So mine technically, well, but it's I think my last in that spot of I the, think your last song and my last song will be the are same. technically the same. I think it's I think it's been clear this whole time. Because yeah. my it's last awful. song, don't let it wait for it. Should actually be number. I'll say twenty one ish because right, well, I hate we'll, we'll that figure song. that out a few. Weeks. But we didn't get there yet. But Stunner. all in all, I do like the scratching. Um, but for me, it just gave me the reprise vibe, and I truly dislike the reprise. Mm-hmm. Like, give me some words, give me some something. Well, the, the reprise, reprise is all some crying. It's constant. Yeah, but I didn't like the crying. They're in just the reprise. talking. It just made me feel like disgusting. Like, ugh, let's just. Where's my son? It's Hamilton. Come you in. know where he is. He's, it's he's constant talking. With, with the gun. Mm. So, but nonetheless, <laughs> yeah, this one was still top twenty-two. Still top twenty-two. Still top I would 22. say so. Yeah, I think for all of us, top twenty-two. That well, no, not for nope, me. Not for you. <laughs> <laughs> top twenty-two. I am immediately incorrect. But we Why? must be going on. We must be moving on because we got another full track to talk about right now. The issue on the table. Petition from a Quaker delegation in Philadelphia calling on Congress to end the African slave trade and abolish slavery in all its forms. This petition was. We are, of course, talking about Cabinet Battle Number Three, the nineteenth song on the album. So here we have another cut track, another demo. Very fun uh, to hear the Lynn's demos doing all the parts. Joe, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, it's out the box. Out the box, I didn't know how I felt about it because if you can remember, I wasn't I I got uh progressively less excited about the cabinet battles one and two. Yes, he did. Um as it was it kind of felt repetitive. So when I saw it on the track list, I was like, Oh boy, <laughs> another one Uh-oh. of these. Really? You're gonna beat this dead horse, you're gonna beat it into the ground, huh, Lenny? Um and then I listened to it and I was like Immediately off the intro, like we just heard, I was like, oh, so that's where we're going, huh? Where got my mm-hmm. attention. And then to hear the back and forth, I was like, man, I if he could have fit this in um, and omitted one or the other, we couldn't omit the first one, but it would have changed the story too much. So that's why I can see it didn't get in. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed this more than uh, definitely Cabinet Battle 2. Um, so, yeah. Right. So the debate, the interesting debate here is basically about ending slavery. It's uh, I think it was a paper by Ben Franklin came up or an open letter by Ben Franklin. They're like, well, now we have to address this because people are talking about it again. Yeah. And it's it is Washington, Jefferson and Hamilton. Even Madison gets in there at the end, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, But yeah, it's basically, do we do this now or do we kick the can down the road? And of course, we all know they kick the can down the road yeah uh slavery did not end some say they just stomped on the can and never brought it up again Uh, for the (laughs) most part yeah so i don't know if it's an interesting back and forth because we all know who's right in this but uh (laughs) jefferson's basically sticking to the laws saying like we had this um yeah i think to me that was the interesting point um yeah not knowing there was a law for it to be brought up eventually yeah eight apparently there was a something in the constitution that said they they would reopen this debate in 1808 so i guess this is happening like i said in the 1790s or 
Yeah. Before 1800, at least. Um, yeah. Because that's when the election was. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, Washington's still president. So, um, and also, yeah, that's basically Jefferson's stance. He's like, well, we don't have an answer. And Hamilton's well, like, let's make yeah, it. Let's, make let's an figure answer. this out. Yeah. Um, but also but then, finding yeah, out that um, I must say it was more uh, like I wish the, that's another reason I wish this was in the actual show, because I would love to have done a historical deep dive on it. Um, right. Because, yeah. I was wondering if we should during this, but yeah. Yeah. No. No. it's too late now we're uh, we are recording the episode but um because uh jefferson said he even floated this idea before in the west as they mm-hmm. started going west so it's like oh wow right so it's interesting yeah that he brought that up yeah, yeah. he put out a trial balloon originally so it's like okay that kind of it kind of changes the framing on like all right he's not the worst person he's just like not willing to go the extra mile to actually yeah. make the change. He's comfortable with where they are now. Yeah, he's because, willing like to let said, it come up yeah. whenever it comes up, whereas Hamilton's like, no, we might as well get to this now. Yeah. And they're basically just um, content to let someone else figure it out is basically how it ends. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. As, yeah. yeah um, and it, it's almost ominous how it ends, which is, which makes the song Yeah, that better. ticking clock thing. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just basically, they at the end they kind of say like, "We'll let somebody else handle it." Yeah, I forget what the, what the exact line is. Uh, let's hope the next generation thinks of something better. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the last line there. Not to yes. step on any possible lines, no, no, but uh, no, no, no. Uh, I do want to say that this was supposed to come after we know, which is where they confront Hamilton about mm. the uh, money that he's laundering, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, so an early version of Hamilton contained this number, a third cabinet battle in which Jefferson and Hamilton once again go toe to toe in Washington's cabinet, this time over the issue of slavery. The song originally appearing immediately after we know was cut during the show's early workshops. So yeah, as we know, this is just a demo. There's no official recording. Again, I can see why it was cut. Well, I mean, it has to come after number two. So (laughs) this is number three. Obviously, but I'm saying after we know specifically (laughs) because knowing that. Hamilton can't yeah. push back as much because now Jefferson has some dirt on him, basically. Well, yeah, there's there's that line at the end. It's like he brings up or Hamilton brings up Sally Hemings mm-hmm. and then Jefferson's like, well, do you really want to talk about mistresses? Exactly. And he's like, exactly. Mm, OK, so you kind of have to like, all right, all right. All well, right. <laughs> you got well, me yes, because the sec the second cabinet battle got so heated with mm-hmm. Hamilton going off like they really got each other's throats. Yeah. So it's interesting the the way this one goes. It starts to go that way, and then Jefferson just kind of shuts it down. So yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. where it would have been. I don't know if um, Hurricane would have come right after that. I don't know if there's different orders after that. But all point. we know is that's where it was supposed to be. Um. Okay. Do you want to shout out the reference we found, which was Tupac's Hail Mary? The rap, rap up. rapping was better. Rap. References oh. for the adult audiences. Who influenced you, bro? I'll let you the know, take it away because he brought it to my attention. It's very true. So you may oh. you take this one. Yes. Yeah, so the uh, second verse of the Cabinet Battle Three. Um, would this be the the Hamilton verse? This yes. is yes. What Hamilton would have said is a almost. Well, I'll say the cadence is very similar. Um, I can't say word for word, but. The cadence and the flow is 
That'd be very strange. It yeah. would be very strange to hear all those bombs <laughs> in the <laughs> so very strange. aggressive song. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's literally Tupac's first verse of Hail Mary. Um, okay, done in a in a I guess a Hamilton twist. Yeah, since you know we all love that pluvy. Mm. We do like the coming. musical that, that we've watched. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's funny how. I'm trying to remember if there was one in the second camp. Yeah, obviously there's one in the second camp battle. Um, why I keep saying second camp battle? Cabinet mm, battle. Yeah. Um, uh, the second cabinet Simi battle, Kevin. I think it was, um, and we both know what we know. Was it that one or was it? I mean, sometimes the times that make me wonder how I keep it going If you under. don't know, now you know, Mr. President. Or is that the first one? I don't know. But. In the first one, I've lost all my knowledge of him. Yeah, I was gonna say they're all blurring together. (laughs) It's all gone. But I want to say it was in the first one that Kyle, you have pointed out that um, Jefferson had a similar cadence to Biggie and Juicy in one of his lines. Yeah, if you go back Mm -hmm. and listen to that, Um, uh, I think it was the leather couch, leather sofa. That line, it was there. I don't exactly remember what it is, but yeah, yeah, I don't remember the exact line, but I remember it was that line of Biggie where Jefferson had a cadence that was almost identical to it. So it's funny that um, Lynn would make these two characters in one song. One has a Biggie cadence and then in another song, one Mm. has a Tupac cadence pitting these two. They're both underlying ones. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very interesting. So if that's the way you want to roll with it, that means in each cabinet battle, you would say Jefferson was Biggie and Lynn would have been Tupac. Yes. Hamilton would have been Tupac. Yeah. Hamilton, yes. I mean, I don't know if each one has references. But honestly, possibly, honestly, they could have been facing each other. flipping back and forth, just basically they're two sides of a coin. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So not B-Rabbit and that other guy. Uh, Papa Doc? The other guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to reveal <laughs> where we have these friends. Sorry to burn. How do we measure? <laughs> where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? Said so I was a mess. All right, Yumio. <laughs> What, so, we got? what I will say beforehand, it was very interesting when I um looked at both of your rankings. So mm-hmm. you guys can do the math later. Don't do anything now. There, there is some symbolism in here when I look at the the, the math, but depends on how you want to look at it. Um, <clears throat> so the rankings are seventeen and seven. And if Ooh. you want me to explain the math, I can. 24. Well, we don't know what the math Kobe is. <clears throat> I'm just going to go on and 24, say that. Yeah. Is that what, what the Your math, math is? Your math is 24. Oh, no, no. I was it? just going to say you had 23 and 17. Uh-huh. So two times three is six. Seven minus one is six. Joe had seven and 16. Seven I don't like this. I'm, I'm out. I'm one out. plus six <laughs> equals seven. So seven <laughs> and six. I'm lost. So it is customary <laughs> for seven plus sixteen equals twenty-three. Like the low man to go first. <laughs> I had the seventeen. Uh, wow, twenty-three minus sixteen seven. equals seven. You know all these. Please little stop things talking. Here. <laughs> um, 
I try to be nice, Rick. I try to be nice. You're so nice. You're like the little Sour Patch Kid. I like, try to be nice. You're so salty on the outside and sweet on the inside. Sweet on the inside. Is that my name now? Sour Patch? Oh, boy. That's a great description, actually. That's pretty good. Um... Oh. I just didn't want to hear any more numbers. Okay. Yeah, the numbers were making my head hurt. So, something about this, I get what he's trying to do. And a big criticism of the play is, did it address slavery enough? People have talked about this. Um, there's little hints, there's little, little references, but did they do enough to address it in 2016 or 2015 or whatever? Um... And I get that. That's not where the story was trying to go, but it's a huge issue, obviously. Um, And I could see why he'd want to put this in there. Uh, It kind of just wraps it all up into one song. People taking stances, talking about the debate. Um, But in that way, I think it just doesn't fit in the play because it just puts it all into one song. It just seems so jarring to suddenly talk about it in a cabinet battle in the middle of the story, like it's like, I don't know how this fits. And I know we're supposed to be judging them on their own, but again, this is a cut song. So I got to kind of think about like, does it make sense to, to do this in the play? Uh, it's definitely well-written. It's definitely well, I don't know if it's well-performed. It's a demo, but um, I get that it may be, maybe I'm not judging it enough on its own. Maybe it'll go up. Um, but I just think as a cabinet battle, it just seems weird to to have this debate. Um, and that's why it was low. So I had this at seven, folks. I'm on the right mm-hmm. side of history. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I hope we both are. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think um, what you're saying is correct, though. Um, we've never these two characters have never explicitly talked about it. They've never made mention of it in any sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had John Lawrence talk about, you know, getting a black battalion and whatnot. Um, right. As for the revolution. Yeah. yeah. So that can be like a kind of a tie in, but there's no direct tie in from said characters. Um, so I can see your, your hesitance on that, but I thought this song was well executed and I think actually it might have gotten a mark up because of that criticism where people said he didn't address it enough. And it's like, oh, actually, mm-hmm. he did. He just, it just didn't it was make. Cut. It yeah. didn't, yeah, like, oh boy. But it just didn't make yeah, well, structural sense. It might be sense. worse, actually. It might be worse. But it just didn't, it didn't make structural sense, like you said, right, for it didn't. the play. Yeah. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen it. But. It it it, it would have been a hard thing to fit in, and then yeah. pivot from because you it's not just about the one song; it's about how this fits in a collection of songs. So how do you follow it up? How do yeah, you follow like up such an important yeah. topic like this, and then go back to not lightheartedness, but go back to entertaining people without them ruminating on something this heavy? Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. So it was you a delicate follow balance. It up with burn. Burn wouldn't have not make any sense. Up. That makes no sense at all. 
Kyle said this is after we know. So a hurricane has to come. Uh, the Reynolds Anyone pamphlet has to come. Song. One so, last time has to come. One last time. Well, no, one last like, time. Like, yeah, we, we, ha- we have Washington yeah, basically saying, time. I don't want to make a decision about this. And then we celebrate him two songs later. Yeah, like, that exactly. doesn't make sense. Like, so that's very weird. Is. That is who he is, and it's. But for, this is the, this is a character in a play, not a. This yeah, isn't a biography. Say, that's for like, us uh, to know as uh, yeah people living in this world, in this society. But for the play, it's pure entertainment. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna uh, begrudge someone for knock, making a choice based on yeah. entertainment. Yeah, he did. He wasn't making a historical document. He was making an entertainment piece. Um, but with science, <laughs> but uh, the lyrics are really good. Uh, I won't say they're great because it's a demo. Um, So they probably weren't as super polished as they could have been, but the lyrics are freaking good. Um, This is a little bit of a a spoiler, but Smeezy pointed out the Hail Mary comparison before Yumio did to me. So when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is pretty good. And then Yumio confirmed like, oh, it's basically a direct one-to-one as far as the cadence goes. um, So just it, it just felt so good and it felt so pure and honest and raw that I really, really connected with it. So that's why it's number seven mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Like it probably does come up for me later just cause I, I should just be judging it on its own. Cause that's how we're trying to do this, this whole ranking. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think I said my opinion. It's, it's jarring. It would yeah. be very jarring to hear this. Yeah. You, you've only told me that this whole show, <laughs> but <laughs> judge it on its own. Um, <laughs> That's it's, so well, it's a little different. A little different. <laughs> well, that's for, was, that's for the covers. Yeah, Kyle was that's trying to fit it into the show, whereas yeah, you yeah, have yeah. been comparing covers to to the original. Where that's a little different. And every cover has been like seventeen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're not giving him a fair shake. Hey, in my opinion, in my I, opinion, I, I, if you want to think about it, I did. We did talk about say yes to this. Not a cover. All right. Mm, uh, to, the line, cover to, her up. to the, the lines. Not a cover. Kyle, Kyle, you're hosting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no, I want to, I want to get to one thing. Uh, I had cabinet battle one at 20 and two at 31. Oh, 20 and then 31. Wow. Uh, I had cabinet <laughs> battle one at 36 and cabinet battle two at 40. Yeah, you did not like him. Uh, <laughs> Which is another surprising one. that yeah, that this is, is a, the that is the surprising thing. Yeah, that's very strange. I enjoyed this. I think it was more just the contention. Even though it's Lynn talking to Lynn, <clears throat> the contention felt more <laughs> honest, whereas the other ones felt played up. It's too. I get it. Well, it's probably, yeah, it's played up just because they don't like each other to begin with, I guess. Yeah. So it felt more, it felt more. And I mean, it goes to, who knows, maybe if David, maybe Greg has a point. If David does the first verse, he dramatizes it up and it's not as impactful. Um, Or does he play it as low key as Lynn did? Um, Because I think that added to the gravity of it um, with his stance Mm -hmm. on it. So. I think I think the first two cabinet battles they just seemed like not blah, but and again compared to the other forty six songs, like you know, different. <laughs> I want to say if this was a part of the show and stacked up against all forty six, who knows where it falls? Who knows? Yeah, so yeah. this is on a, a mixtape with other things, so yeah, it benefits from that. 
Exactly. All right. Well, let's spotlight some artists on the tracks. Some artists off the tracks. And the certain artist on the artist. The artist. Spotlight. All right. Speaking of the artist on the track, I am spotlighting two people who said nothing here. Uh, I will be spotlighting Jay Period and Stereo Elliot. Jay Period was the DJ for the first song, uh, Stay Alive Interlude, and Stereo Elliot mm-hmm. produced the track. So, Jay Period, born February 12th, 1975, is a Brooklyn-based mixtape DJ, remixer, and hip-hop producer. He is best known for producing official mixtape collaborations with Q-Tip, John Legend, Nas, Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, Lauren Hill, The Roots, and the Isley Brothers, and, sorry, and Mary J. Blonde. Oh. In an audio biography style that an audio biography style that incorporates personal interviews with these artists into his best of compilation. His original productions and remixes have also recently appeared in film trailers for Universal Pictures, American Gangster, Fox Searchlights, Street Kings. And in, in November 2008, Jay Period became the first DJ producer ever commissioned by Activision to score and produce an entire video game soundtrack, Tony Hawk's Motion for Nintendo DS. Hmm. That's pretty much all hmm. I can find on Gay Period. Shout out to him. He uh, commented on our post on IG today. So who knows? Maybe we can make a connection there and we can actually do an in depth interview and get his backstory. Um, and Stereo Elliot. <laughs> Stereo, look, I'm, I'm angling. I'm angling. Stereo you, Elliot, Stereo. This is a great nickname, by the way. Stereo, the 89th key. Mm. Mm. 88 keys on mm. the keyboard. 89th key. Interesting. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, has been okay. So th- I got this from an interview he did with Hip Hop DX. Stereo, the 89th key. Elliot has been paying his dues for over two decades as a former member of the percussionist. The percussionist? Yeah, the percussionist. He rhymed, produced, and b-boyed his way into a seat on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon as a member of The Roots. Simply put, he got an offer from Questlove he couldn't refuse. It was a big change, he tells Hip Hop DX. I lived in LA for about 15 years when I got the call from Amir, Questlove. It was funny. Amongst a bunch of other questions he had, he asked me how I felt about leaving LA and it would take a while for me to click for him. Wait, it would take a while for me, for it to click for me. I was like, well, what do you mean? Why would I have to? Oh, uh, it didn't stop me from saying yes. You know, just because I'm a person that's always going to live my life without trying with trying out. Wait. <laughs> I'm a person that's always going to live my life with trying out new experiences. When Stereo isn't playing with the Roots on the Tonight Show, he can often be found alongside DJ Jazzy Jeff, an important mentor of his. In fact, Stereo was met Questlove at one of Jazzy Jeff's playlist retreats. The Roots drummer had gone to Maryland specifically to catch Stereo in action. So, Stereo and Jay period. A little bit of information on those guys. Hmm. Nice. 
Double Thank spotlight. Hmm. What? I was thinking. Well, trying to be polite. Oh, Try this thing where I thank thinking. you guys after. You're welcome. Thank you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so what I decided to do was spotlight David Diggs because we had not gotten to him yet in our cast rundown. And he, of course, was Jefferson and all the cabinet battles and many other songs. So. And the certain oh, artist. What we got? On the artist. Nope. The artist. Spotlight. Of course, of course, of course. So, David Diggs was born on January 24th, 1982, in Oakland, California. His mother, Barbara, is Jewish, and his father, Dauntis, Dauntis is African-American. I'll look it up for you. Thank you. His parents named him David for the Hebrew pronunciation of David. Diggs has said, David means beloved in Hebrew. They spelled it with two E's because my dad liked the look of it. His parents' ethnic and racial identities have contributed to his own self-identification, saying the cultures have never seemed separate. I had a lot of mixed friends. When I was young, I identified with being Jewish, but I embraced my dad's side too. Diggs performed in experimental theater early in his career, most notably when he was on the national tour for Mark Bamuthi Joseph's choreo poem, Word Becomes Flesh about a nine-month pregnancy through the eyes of a young single father. He has frequently performed in regional Shakespeare productions as well. Diggs met playwright and actor Lin-Manuel Miranda through Thomas Kale while performing with the freestyle rap group Freestyle Love Supreme. In 2012, Miranda invited Diggs to read and hear early visions of Hamilton. Diggs was impressed by Miranda's demos and passion for the project and saw that the concept was a perspective was a pers- perspective perspective use? That's that seems weird. That's how it is. I'm looking at it. <laughs> the concept was a perspective use of the rap musical medium. I don't know how that fits there. That's I have no idea. He played his roles in the musical off Broadway in 2015, continuing when the show was moved to Broadway later in that year. Sorry. I don't know why they caught me up so much. For his performance, Diggs won the 2016 Tony Award for Best Featured Actor in a Musical, as well as the 2016 Grammy Award for the cast album. Diggs played his final performance in the show on July 15th, 2016. Alongside his long lifelong friend, Raphael Casal, Diggs co-wrote, co-produced, and co-starred in the 2018 film Blindspotting, which premiered at Sundance in January 2018. He received the Atlanta Film Festival's inaugural Innovator Award in April prior to the film's theatrical release on July 27th, 2018. Diggs plays Colin, a felon living in Oakland, as he tries to go through his last three days of his year-long probation without incident. Diggs and Casal wrote the film over nine years to tell a story about their quickly gentrifying hometown as they knew it. Diggs received critical praise for his performance in the film, in September 2020, it was confirmed that the film would be spun off as a comedy drama series by the same name, with Diggs set to write and executive produce. In 2020, he began starring in the TNT television adaptation of Snowpiercer. He also starred as Frederick Douglass in the Showtime miniseries The Good Lord Bird. Diggs is currently set to voice Sebastian in Disney's live-action film The Little Mermaid. The film will reunite Diggs with Lin-Manuel Miranda, who co-wrote new songs for the film. Did he really? Yep. So check him out as a crab man. (laughs) He beat out... What's the name? Uh, uh, You're Hmm? welcome. Uh, He beat out... uh, (laughs) 
He beat out uh, Shaggy. Wow. A, a real Jamaican mean? playing. Oh a yeah, they got- <laughs> <laughs> that was like real- the TV one, right? Yeah. So weird. Yeah, a real Shaggy. Jamaican playing a Jamaican crab. But they're gonna pick oh, the guy who's not Jamaican. Uh, Dauntus. Dauntus is what I'm gonna go Dauntus. with the pronunciation. Okay. And uh, he's two. He's two awards away from an egot. He is. He has a good a tug. <laughs> a good. What's the no? It's a <laughs> very. It's, con- he's a, he's a GT. You know what he got us? Emmy, yeah, Oscar, Grammy, Tony. Gotta have all four. Gotta have all four. Hmm. Does anyone have an egot? There are oh, many like ten EGOT people. Members. Yeah. Uh, I think Whippy Goldberg has an egot. Mm, maybe. I'm pretty mm. sure she does. Uh, somebody double well you gotta me. write a lot of good lines or perform a lot of good lines and get an EGOT <laughs> so let's hear some of ours from uh, your favorite line my favorite line how do you pick one right and I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is alright Joe's is up first yes mine is up first it goes a little something like this you all know this is a stain on our soul and democracy a land of the free no it's not it's hypocrisy to subjugate to humanize a race call them property and say that we are powerless to stop it you not foresee yes uh i chose this line because a lot of po- a lot of folks don't realize democracy still wasn't real until about six years ago after the civil rights act was passed um we live in a republic. People are very confused mm-hmm. by that. Uh, we are represented by the president uh, and the Congress. So I really thought this line was good because also um, it, it being so just laying out the situation so bare. That, that's one of the reasons I wish it was because uh, especially with like critical race theory and all that nonsense going on in Texas and whatnot that I'm moving to soon. Mm-hmm. Um, people trying to rewrite the mm-hmm. history books. The nonsense meaning people trying to stop critical yes, race yes, theory. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just clarify. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, basically people trying to re rewrite history and, and soften what it was. And it's like, no, people looked at mm-hmm. people as property and that's, not right guys it shouldn't be a debate <laughs> by the way <laughs> like i don't know why we're we're having to back and forth this so um just laying it so bare bones and then making it sound musical in that way i, I was just thoroughly impressed mm. yeah great delivery too what a cadence <laughs> yeah interesting cadence quite a cadence never heard it before all right <laughs> it comes <laughs> Obviously, little he invented later. this cadence. Yeah, he read it all. I cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just saying mine comes a little later, and here it is. See, sorry <laughs> for you. You have hundreds of slaves whose descendants will curse our names when we're safe in our graves. How will the South? Yeah, the line. Um, whose descendants will curse our names when we're safe in our graves. Like it just sums up the whole debate here and just how it wasn't even a debate. They just shoved it down the road. Like that's a very powerful line is like, yeah, we can, we can have these decisions and decide not to make decisions, but some days it's going to come up again and we're not going to, we're not going to face any consequences for it. So that was interesting. And just calling out Washington directly Mm -hmm. was also interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's the one moderating this debate, and he's he's the one with probably the most out of well Jefferson probably the most, but uh, I don't actually. No, know. no, Washington might have had the most. He married into yeah, a lot. Um, it's definitely a lot. Yeah, but um, I was gonna say now I, this might just be a me thing, but I instead of how the first two debates, that's another thing I thought as well. Instead of how the first two debates were kind of played out in front of the people, in front of like Congress or whatever, I felt yeah. like this was in in closed doors. This was a private discussion. It felt like that. Yeah, I think they kind of referenced that in the beginning with Washington. Uh, if I'm looking real quick, it comes to a vote in Congress. What is the White House's position? Yeah, so he's kind of like mm. saying, like, what are we going to say yeah. about this? Let's decide now before we before we go, go to Congress. Onto the floor. Yeah. 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 So I felt like Yeah, it's a good point. I felt like him taking that dig at Washington um is behind, is because they're behind closed doors. He wouldn't do that in front right, of right, other right. people. Um I guess technically the cabinet meetings are behind closed doors, but Yeah, but they're still an audience. It felt more hush hush. Yeah. yeah felt more hush hush. Uh, this felt even more hush hush than behind the closed doors mm-hmm. they were behind. Um right. but I, I was gonna say another um, set of doors. even referencing a uh Remember a person of the company, a person who's been on the show, Tommy, um, literally mm. was cursing Jefferson's name. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, the Very seeds, true. Uh, the seeds of, the, you know, this atrocity is going to go on forever and ever until, you know, there's actual uh, r- rectification um, by this country. Um, and who knows if there ever will be. Mm-hmm. America never wants exactly. You know their wrongdoings, not but um, yeah. No, I I just I feel like the 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 message of the song was better than the song itself, and the song is really good. So yeah, that's a good point. All right, favorite verse. Um, I'm actually I'm a I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench into this. I'm gonna go oh, with yeah. my favorite verse was Jefferson's verse. Interesting. Because I learned two new facts. That's why. Uh-huh. I learned that there it is. he floated the idea once before when things were starting to get settled out west and that there was actually a law on the books for it to be discussed. I had never known that prior. Right. So, yeah, that just that just doesn't come up ever. Yeah. So That's a great point. Just learning two new facts. Now, obviously, you can figure out which verse I liked more to my core, but <laughs> uh, just learning those two new things, I found very intriguing. Okay, well, unlike Joe, I did not agree with Jefferson. I went with the Hamilton I did not verse. Agree I with him. Like- That's not what I said. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what I said. <laughs> just making sure you're listening. Um, Never not listening. Yeah. I mean, I know it's what Joe wanted to pick, but I I, I will pick the Hamilton verse. Uh, it's I think it's just structured better. It's it's it flows better. Um, it has better points. <laughs> yeah, and like Joe said, it's it's taking a tough subject and like actually making a a good song about it. Like that's it's I don't know if it's crass to say, but yeah, it's just it yeah. is good. And uh, it flows well. It's written well. And him taking a direct shot with the Sally Hemings line. Um, right, she right, was right. Re- she was actually referenced once in, um, what's your favorite what song miss. again? Yeah, What I Miss. 
That's uh, my third favorite. Uh, <laughs> uh, when he says, Sally via lamb, once you open it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. actually saying her entire name. I think I have a fourth. I think it was third. I should probably look that um, Saying her entire just... name and, and making her a character in history, which she is because, you know, you can't just avoid that, Thomas. Uh, so, yeah, giving her actual uh, meaning and being an actual character in this, you know, the, the structure of the new world, basically, uh, I thought would have been uh, having that in the play would have been uh, a lot better, too. Mm-hmm. And just calling her Sally by first name, like very dismissive. It's 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 so quick. It's yeah. like, I don't know. If- yeah, like so getting her the first full time. name is kind of right, yeah. And referencing her in this slave debate, mm-hmm. making it very obvious. Um, room where it happens was third. What did I miss was fourth. Oh, okay. So thank uh, you. Well, you miss nothing. <laughs> We're not talking about that song. We are talking about this song, which we will now ask the question, which I have already said: Would this work inside the play? I'll go to Joe since I already basically said mine. I'm gonna have to go with a. I'm gonna have to go with a, a hard nay. Um, oh, you're making a hard nay. Uh, hard nay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I thought it'd be a soft nay. And I was thinking about soft nay, and selfishly, I would like it in the play, but again, structurally, for the purpose of telling this narrative, um, in the manner in which he wanted to. Uh, it does not, like you said, it just it just doesn't fit in the story right. narratively. The like where it is, just like what it is. You could yeah. shoehorn it, I would, and then it, it it would be jarring to every audience that right. watches it. But narrative, like you said, it, it gets them thinking about things that it gets them. We go in a completely different di- direction. Yeah. yeah, we go a completely different direction after this. And then um, some people, I mean, if you got to think about the audience that Broadway is, uh, I know you shouldn't uh, structure your art for the the consumer, yeah. but um, it's just going to make people recoil and clutch their pearls and stop focusing on what is happening in front of them, and it's gonna, and then they're gonna be repulsed and they're gonna want to push back. Maybe yeah. Before knowing, it becomes like a huge crossover sensation. Yeah, like, you're right. Like the Broadway crowd is the rich old white people. Yeah. So for the most part, I was gonna say where before, they before things blow up. I was gonna say were they freshwater pearls or lab created pearls, but what? are we talking Rich about people um, use fresh water pearls poor people use lab created pearls oh wow from a cost perspective because okay yeah lab created pearls are cheaper much much interesting cheaper. way of putting it well synthetic so, yeah that yeah. makes sense um so yeah definitely nay for me i want to say like the ideas should be in the play yeah like they should I'm be say, if, somewhere if yeah like you said if it, there was more of a through line for it right, right yes right. it would make sense i would have no problem with it being a but because the only real reference, the only real forward reference is John Lawrence. And John Lawrence has been dead for half the fucking play at this point. <laughs> like we, we said bye bye. <laughs> like, yeah, you we can't bye bye uh, long damn, ago. Did I just point? curse. I got the. Um, uh, hmm, yeah. So since he's been dead for a, thir- a third of the play, a chunk of the play at that point, like it just would not fit structurally. Yeah. Yeah, they, I, I said in the beginning, it's all just concentrated into one song. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, he's been chiming in enough, so I think it's time to hear <laughs> producer thoughts and input from Yumio. Yeah, there's never going to be a drop for me. Um, 
Maybe the last episode. Maybe next season. <laughs> Maybe next season. I need some. Yeah, more. I wouldn't hold out hope. I wouldn't hold out hope. I'm not. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna if die. If there is like, a next season, hmm. if there is, hmm. are you trying to tell us something? You can't just be too. There's no guarantees in life. There's no guarantees. You can't be too hmm. forward with that. I can respect that. Um, what I would say is, Cabinet Battle One, thirty-six. Cabinet Battle hmm. Two, thirty-five. Cabinet Battle 3, number 10. Mm, 10. Yes. Okay. And okay. part of the reason I think it's top 10 is because of the Tupac. <laughs> 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 you did say lie. before, yeah, before we started, it was definitely yeah, an influence for it, you. It was a major influence. Um, I, I respect the fact that, you know, you like the first verse for learning things. I like the pace of it. But the second verse, the second is verse what, is by far the superior. Is what verse. what brings it home and what gives you the feels, as the kid will say. Is that what kids are saying now? Feels? Some kids say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, That's yeah, one yeah. of the things kids know. are saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the one to ask. Yeah. Ask Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it gives you the feels. <laughs> um, so, all in all, I would have pref- I would prefer this probably over the other two. And mm-hmm. I can see it coming in after her, like right before Hurricane, like you said. Maybe what. What was being said to Hamilton in that moment was what made him write those letters, um, write that hurricane expose, whatever he wrote, because um, it's been so long since I've seen this, like maybe 26 times. Yeah. What we know um, was the confrontation and then he tries to get ahead of it in Hurricane. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, we know it comes after we know, but we don't know if Hurricane is right hurricane after that. Like it's yeah. it was still being workshopped. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but all in all, um, Lynn, come on and uh help us figure this yeah, out. Yeah, if you want to tell us, please. Yeah. I'd love to know. Yeah, I if can you have ha- any of the original it. recordings of like the four hour version, I'd, I'd watch it. That too. Five hours, six hours. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. What do we got? Whatever. It's coming out in Are two years. songs we don't know about? It's gonna be, who's that guy who makes all those long movies? It's going to be the Rob Schneider. Zach, Zach, Zach Schneider. Zach Schneider. Rob Schneider. Oh. Zach Schneider. <laughs> too, enough, too much Rob schneider on this on this network. We don't need any more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, all in all, to keep it short, um, definitely like the song. To keep it short, he says, for the first time and he on sucks this podcast his work, <laughs> don't, don't get used to it. <laughs> well, something that is never short is this Metacritic game. I thought there was going to be a double line after that. I don't. Yeah. I, I said that weird. Let's hit the drop. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Cam haters of the brunch. It's about time. Looks like you're running out of time. Yeah, I don't know why I said it like that. All right. <laughs> you you said oh, it with a lot with a with a little bit <laughs> of voice. Game, like this, which we will go to now. <laughs> I just did not. In Do this that. Metacritic game, before I try to describe what it is, Joe is holding a lead. Mm. Nine to six. We mm, have four so. more weeks to try to either yes, we do. make a comeback. Including this one? This one, this week, we'll make five. So we have 21 total. Yeah. No, we have 20 total. 20? So, yeah, 20 total. We didn't do, we didn't we do did week first one. Track, yeah. Correct. Okay, so you have five more after this. Including this. Including this. <laughs> yes, five more including this. <laughs> I have five chances to try to take the lead. Okay. Or to tie at the end. 
Mm, we have not tied yet. There's not been shocking, surprisingly. Um, yeah, but in this Metacritic game, we are. It's a bigger. It's a bigger. Yeah, it's harder to tie this time. We got hundred spots. Yeah, you guys are almost close. been close. Like yeah, on you guys opposite had a sides of the coin. Close, yeah, a couple splits. Couple yeah. splits. You know, six couple and splits. seven. Ooh, those numbers yeah. come back again. Four or five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> play the lotto. Pick two. Six and seven. <laughs> There's no such thing. Ninety-six thousand. You'd win like four cents. <laughs> Ninety-six thousand. I love that dollars. How? Um, but this Never. is the. That's a lot of spray can. Hmm. It is. <laughs> then we're gonna go to the pool and just have a single. So what <laughs> uh, did you pick <laughs> for Metacritic this week? It's hot outside. Um, Joe, that's partially your fault. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all um, so this is the games where the fellas try to guess where the album ranked critically out of a hundred. Um, the album this week is "Visions of Bodies Being Burned" hmm. by Clipping, which features none other than our half Jewish, half Black, half amazing <laughs> Vey Diggs. Um, all amazing. So, fellas, where do you think this one falls out of? 100? Can I get a year on this? This came out in the year twenty twenty. Hmm. A lot of white, a lot of white journalists going to be feeling the pressure. Hmm. Not only that, but you know, hmm. David's a name by that point. Yeah, true. That too, David's a name. So people are going to. Why am I giving you close? I thought in great movie twenty twenty. Has anybody watched the TV show on Showtime? Mm, I plan on it. Is it out yet? I'm waiting for it all to end. I what think was it just the place did. I said it was last mm, I don't feel good about that. I, I think I said it. Cinemax. I it, Cinemax it was not Cinemax. Oh, I said it while I was doing the thing, but I completely right. forget. Uh, I'm in. So, uh, oh, I didn't even say the network. So I think uh, so. our numbers this week is... We, sorry, R. <laughs> that was a typo. I was going really. to say Terrell Owens, As former Philadelphia Eagle, and Zach mm-hmm. Ertz, former Philadelphia Eagle. Former. Interesting. And I'm pretty sure I got his number right. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, so 86. 81, it's 86 and 81. And this <laughs> one is 78, since I don't know who wears that number either. I jumped. Too I high. was eighty-one. I jumped too. High. Yeah, I, I felt bad when I sent it, but uh, it worked out worked for, out for you, me. Yeah. You are two behind. That gives me two in a row with four left. Two in a row. So I nine to seven. So I think you didn't go Dallas Goddard. Would have been even worse. I'm not really saying. I can't remember. I think he's eighty-eight. 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 <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. All right. Well, I think we got some comments from the company, Kyle. Oh, we certainly do. <laughs> you believe weird comments? Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got company. Comments from the company. Big Smeezy coming in loud and proud. She said, damn, I love this. Nice little stay alive mix into a sweet Lynn jam. It gives me Tupac Hail Mary. 
I does it does it does show Lynn's talent. What he lacks in singing, he makes up for in rapping. That's my Brian Kelly What is this voice? Oh, who is that? Say, are you a southern woman? <laughs> That's my Brian Kelly. Um, right, so thank you, Big Sleazy. And if you want to leave your comment from the company for the for the hand boys, uh, you can mm-hmm. head over to Twitter and Instagram at Who Does a Pod. That is Twitter and Instagram at Who Does Pod. And you can join our Discord if you go to our pinned tweet on Twitter. Again, Who Does a Pod? Kyle. Uh, I paused weirdly before the um, comments from the company and thank you Joe for taking over the transition there because <laughs> I was trying to look up where the blind spotting series is it was ordered by stars, stars. which I said show no one it was has stars. unfortunately so you that had will it not right. be watched I kept it wrong, that episode. stars <laughs> I'll just leave it alone why, why, well, why dig it in you can see some of the stars of the Unulo network if you go to unulo.co See the other great podcasts we have starring us and other people. It's fun times for everyone. Another fun thing is we got merch. Merch. We got shirts. Merch. We got company member shirts. We got handboy shirts. Some of the best shirts around. They come in a lot of colors. Go to wdap.anulo.co to check those out. And if you buy a shirt in every color, you will win what we are calling the ham boy challenge and the prize for that challenge is now you were to win ham boy challenge <laughs> these next two weeks only your boys moving to Dallas Texas Woo. me and Yumio will be driving from Atlanta to Dallas Texas so only if you are on that path we will pick you up in the U-Haul stop and by. we will sing all 46 songs of the Hamilton soundtrack, 47, bye-bye John Lawrence, on the way to Dallas, and then you get the privilege of helping me unload the U-Haul <laughs> <laughs> and move it into my new place. And there, I'll bake you a cake. You don't even have to buy me a cake this time. Whoa. I'll bake you a cake. I'm not That's a, a celebration. I'm a, um, a move-in cake. And you know what? It can be if a microwave want, cake. <laughs> If you want, I'm gonna buy it from Walmart. Walmart's like right up the road. Uh, if you want, I'll talk about Walmart. Come on, come on, I'll even do all 18 of my tracks. Headphone Joe, don't forget to go to my website, backslash mm. music. You'll have the time. The headphone Joe the challenge. Uh, if you get all the, if and that's only, that's only if you get one of each shirts on joedorval.com backslash store, and then that way, you win the. Headphone Joe Challenge as well. But don't forget to follow me on mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram at JoeDorville.com. That's Twitter and Instagram. Why did I say dot com? That's Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at JoeDorville. Kyle, where can we find you on the socials? You've done that before. I have you definitely I? said at JoeDorville.com. <laughs> at iCloud.com. Uh, I, you can find me on Twitter at VT Loader, replying to people and tweeting once a month. Rick, where can we find you? Right here next week. All right, and next week we are back to our normal one-song format. Interludes are over, and you will find us there, because my name is Kyle, and I've been here with his right-hand man. Um, um, And it's kind of crazy, because people think... 
I got it made just because I got paid. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.